Welcome to Americana Quill, writer to writer. This is season two, episode three, with none other than Chrissy Kubana. Um, she's an amazing artist. We had her for season one, and she's here for season two to share her new project. I write my own bars with us and just talk to us about it. So what's going on, Chrissy? How you doing? Everything's great. I appreciate you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you about the new album. I write my own boss, Chrissy Guwana, available on all streaming platforms right now. Add me on social media, Chrissy Guwana, everything. No, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know you're busy being a great mom, artist, and just dealing with just a lot of just life. So what's what inspired the project, I guess, is my first question for you. Um, So I wrote my first album, Who is Chrissy Guwana? And... I was like, I fell in love with the process of creating it, the creative process of it. And once I got my first album done, the satisfaction of feeling achieved, actually getting a whole body of work done, I was thirsty for the second album. And just right. the reaction that I got from my, the people who support, the people who are in tune, it was everything to me. And I was just ready to continue working, continue grinding, you know? No, absolutely. So was this writing process a little different from the first, from your first project? Definitely, because I went into it with such a create like cri uh, critical. I was critiquing myself. So when I wrote "Who Is Chrissy Guwana," I think it's a great project. I love the way it came out. I love the songs on it, but I felt like I didn't really answer the the, the title right. Who is Chrissy Guwana? I feel like I didn't give it a. a in-depth description of who I was I wasn't as expressive as I could have been and I didn't really like tap into those things that I felt that people could really relate to so in this one I really really wanted to like you know talk about a lot of things that I didn't get to talk about on the first album give people more of an insight of who I was and really just you know open up and, and I feel like I have a lot of things that people can relate to and I feel like I was able to achieve that on this second album no I think you definitely did I think you had amazing bars on the first one and in th and this one, but this one had a little bit more um, elements of your actual life. So that was very interesting to see that you displayed that out on, you know, in, in, your, in your space of, of art. So was writing this one more difficult? Because there's some very touching, like on the ending of your first album, the last three songs were like very deep. And it kind of almost like a transfer over of like from those three last those last three songs to kind of like the I write my own bars project. Was that like purposeful or that it just kind of happened that way? Um, I feel like it was purposeful. Um, like I said, I, I really wanted to give people an in depth description of who I was, the experiences that I've gone through. I feel like uh, uh, my experiences is something that people can really relate to. Those last three songs on the first album was possibly my most favorite songs on the album entirely, right? And um, it was it was a bit difficult to write about it, but um, it was difficult in the sense of my emotions. But I had clarity on like the different topics I wanted to talk about, so it was difficult, but it was fun, and I I got through it. It really helped me have a lot of um. It was self therapeutic. And it really helped me, like, um, be able to go back into those different experiences and even, you know, take accountability for my my, my, my share in it. And right. um, it was cool. Like, um, the last three songs are Cubana's Freestyle, They Going Know, and Finish Line. I really love Finish Line. And I feel like Finish Line is, like, the perfect segue from, like, that album to the, to the new one. So that's why I asked that question. Um, so, like, what are you, 
how do you prepare for such an album outside of knowing that you want to give them more of yourself? Like, did you meditate like before like writing or did you like, what was your writing process? What was your beat selection process like? So, um, I kind of did like an old school, like a diaphragm from like school with the like the bubbles, the pros and the cons, and the same oh, and similarities. In the, in the middle, in the middle joint with the with two big circles. Exactly. So there was as I wrote songs. So basically, I didn't really have like no plan of like what I was gonna actually put on the album. But as I started off writing certain songs, it started to like form out for me. Mm -hmm. and um that's when I decided let me do a diaphragm so I wanted to keep it like I'm going to talk about this 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 and um really make sure that it kind of blended together um I made the, the the diaphragm and then I already have picked out a certain amount of beats so shout out to Ace Really Beats I get all my beats from him um I kind of picked out certain sounds that I wanted and um then I started like you know putting them together and seeing if I wanted to put a lot of songs that actually didn't make the cut so I wrote a few songs that I actually didn't put on the album. So do you think you'll do a I Write My Own Bars too to like have those have the light of day eventually? Or you want a different title and different subject matter? Um, maybe I'll do a different title, different subject matter. I actually didn't even think about doing something like that. So thank you for giving me that idea. Um, possibly, but I think the next I'm already working on the next album. Um the next album is gonna be crazy. So I don't know, maybe I'll drop like a, a, a bonus of um, I write my own bars and like give like a few tracks or whatever, but yeah. That's cool, definitely. So what was your, was there any other inspirations, like any music you were listening to before, even if it was outside of the hip hop genre, like was there any music you was listening to like, wow, like I want to do storytelling like this or anything like that? Um. Interesting. So, uh, I've been listening to a lot of different artists, but I don't think that there was any specific. So I started tapping into a lot of more like soulful music and um, mm. things like that. But I don't really think that it was anything that I like any other type of artists or genres that I was using to prepare for this album. Right. What are some of the songs that you were listening to that like were like soulful songs that you were? Uh, Joe Appel, Closer. Um. Oh man, there's so many different ones. Uh, you could you could pull out your phone real quick if you need to. I'm using my phone to do this interview with, but oh, okay. I'll send it to you. And you could possibly put it in the description. I've been listening to a lot of different music, and mm -hmm. also I've been tapping into a lot of gospel music. So I listen to a lot of like some other men and things like that just to keep myself clear. No, that's beautiful. Um, so I know you take your writing and, and the story parts very seriously. So like, have you been reading any books or anything of lately just to like keep you inspired and moving forward or? I wouldn't say books, but I do. Um, I'm constantly going back and forth between the universal spiritual laws that I um, keep on my phone and, you know, just some little like uh, I listen Those to a lot of, of motivational speakers. Mm -hmm. I listen to Eric Thomas. He, he plays a big part in me just preparing for my day and even music writing and keeping myself clear. Uh, Stephen Furtick. I listen to more so a lot of motivational speakers versus like books or anything like that. But I do like um read a lot of stuff on my phone and things like that. No, that's super dope. Um, let me see what else we could talk about. Actually, I want to know the breakdown of like what was your favorite song on the album? What was your hardest song to write? My favorite song on the album. It would have to be Best Believe. And Best Believe was kind of like an accident, right? 
So uh, I was listening to Goods, a Goods battle. I was listening to a Goods rap battle, and mm. it inspired me to do that song right there. And then um, after like sitting back and listening to the song, the song really it, it's more so like of a freestyle, right? Because I didn't have no hook in it. But it really blew me away, and it was really, like, heartfelt. It was, like, really what I was feeling, what I was going through, and it inspires me now. So I listen to the song, and I'm just, like, so proud of myself. I'm able to look right. back and be, like, you know, like, I'm really proud of myself. Um, The hardest song to write on the album will have to be Woke Up. I was literally, like, brought to tears. <laughs> no, nah, woke, to to woke Up was a deep one, for sure. Woke I was, was listening back. One. Every time I listen to the song, because I listen to my songs after I record them over and over and over again, I listen to the song, and it took me about a month to listen to the song and not tear up at the end. So that was probably my hardest song and my favorite song is best. But, you know, I have a lot of, like, songs that I really love that was on the album. So Romeo was one of my favorite um, songs on the album. Oh, that's what you was getting in your relationship back. Like, no, I'll take your number. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a song that I actually played with Spanish mostly on. So, uh, which is interesting because you, I've, I know you speak Spanish in your household, but you, you never exp expressed that so much musically. And for you to do that, I feel like that was very brave of you. Like, what was that creative risk like for you to take that? So, I speak Spanish fluently in my household, but you know, I'm also come from, I'm Americanized, right? So, um, it was something that I was a little bit more afraid of when it came to music even though it's something really popular and common it's something that you know i right. definitely need to embrace and plan to embrace um right. but it, it i was afraid of it like just the transition and how would i do it because i'm like a hardcore rapper right so it's just like mm -hmm. to incorporate spanish with that how would i do it how would i make it mesh and how would people interpret it but i fell in love with it and it's something that i'm definitely planning on the next album I want to make, you know, really incorporate a lot of Spanish into it. And I'm excited about that. It, I was like going back and forth to my parents a lot of the time. I was like, how does this sound? Can you listen to this? Did I pronounce that perfectly? Like, so it was a process. But. Right. I think it's interesting, right? Because like somebody that like doesn't have Spanish culture that does it well, I think it's like D Smoke. I don't know if you've heard some of his songs, but yeah, yeah. he does it really well. And um, I know Snow is from a Spanish, uh, Hispanic background, a Latin background, I should say. So Snow the product also does that very well. So I thought it was nice for you to show off those elements, you know. Thank for you. Sure. And it, you pulled it off. Like it sounded very convincing, you know. So that's, <laughs> Thank that's the plus. Thank you. So Woke Up was your hardest song to write, you felt. I really enjoyed PSFU. I yeah, enjoyed <laughs> you only had one feature with Matt. And that's what Matt Meach and this Ain't Shit Free, which was pretty, was really good. And I also loved very much so um, Best Believe, which is, I think is trending very well on the iTunes, according to like what I'm seeing. Thank you. And um, I think Pain was a very deep song too that I really was like, wow. So Pain, um, Pain was the follow-up for PSFU. The follow-up for PSFU and um, the song was really deep too. So that song was basically like, one of those empowering songs like you know i'm i'm going through something i'm hurting over this but i'm gonna get through it and i know that you know the higher power is always with me so it was that that one was another song it was that song was kind of hard to write as well because it came from such a real place that it was like it made me really emotional writing the song but mm -hmm. 
it's it's great to look back on. I think it really blended well with the the follow up for PSFU. Yeah, and I also love the sequence of the flow of the album. Did you do that? Was it you and H. Billy kind of sitting down together to figure that part out as far as what, how to start, how so to end it? It was me. Um, shout out to H. Billy, man. He has done so much work on my album. I remember, like, he put he put in so much work because he makes all my beats. He produces all my songs. He does all my videography, my cover photos. He does everything. So by the time it was come come to find the sequence of the album i wrote him i'm like what you think you think i should put this on first he's like my brain is mush <laughs> right you tell me what you want and it will get <laughs> he was done. like he was already tapped out he was like my brain is mush so i remember like even now i because he plays such a big part in like you know the not the final decisions but i value his opinion so much that we come together and we do everything yeah, but it's a collaborative time. effort because he does every single beat. It's not like you're just picking two or three beats. It's like, no, all these beats come from him. Yeah. And then he's also doing, whenever you want to shoot a video, you guys team up to do that. So, no, he, he plays a lot of hats in your career, for sure. I, I respect him so much and I value his opinion so much that after I gave him the sequence of how the song on um, the album was going to play out, I'm like, should I have put this song first? Should I have switched this? I don't think maybe that. Just because he wasn't there to really be like, nah, yeah, that sounds perfect, you know? So... I don't know if I should have started off with the song that I started off with, but the album came out perfect. No, I think it's phenomenal. And although you're a solo artist, you think you would ever want to do a joint album with him? H. Billy? Definitely, without a doubt. I mean, he pushes or my Matt, because you and Matt got good chemistry too. Like I could see you doing like seven or eight songs with each of them. So. so me and Matt, we talk about it all the time. So hopefully that's something we could really set in stone in the future to really make happen. We always talk about coming together and making a conjoined album. Um, everything right now is just time, and with this pandemic, it's kind of difficult. But definitely, um, age really is, is kind of the reason why I started making music in the first place. So to come together and make an album with him, we have a few songs together: Hansel and Gretel, um, Forest Fires. And um, I think we we work well, we work great together. And I think that's something that we should possibly even talk about. We should really make that happen. No, I think I think that would be a treat, right? Because um, you both could really, really rap and rap at a high level. But I would love to see that. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. No, of course. So what else is happening as far as like, what's it like being, uh, being a mom during the pandemic? And like, how's that? it's really difficult because now I'm back at work um it's a blessing because first and foremost my daughter's healthy as well as myself and my family and that's all I could really ask for that we're like we're so fortunate and so blessed to be healthy throughout this entire time um it's kind of nerve-wracking because now my daughter has started school mm. and it's really great because she needs to interact with other kids and you know she's learning that I've done my best at teaching her as much as I can but now she gets like professional help and um, being back at work and just constantly being mindful that the pandemic is still full blown and I still have to be cautious and protect myself as well as my daughter. You know, we're going out into the world and coming back to, you know, elderly family members and things like that and just wanted to be as safe as possible. But overall, we're super blessed. We're super fortunate. And I just can't be more grateful to the higher power for that. No, that's beautiful. Um, do you have any questions for me before we before we close out? So you, what is your favorite song on I Write My Own Bars and why? I loved PSFU because I felt like that was straight, raw and pure emotions of like how you really feel at times. Just me knowing a, a part of part of your background of, of that situation. And I feel like that was like the most honest 
that you were able to share like really how you felt and like hopefully whoever is received for it hears it and they and they feel like how how raw you were how 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 true you were to like every word you said like you didn't skip a line you didn't there was no fluff you get me there was no <laughs> metaphors set up a next line it was strictly like gut punching and to the point I and I think, I think that's not easy as for artists to do because sometimes you're taught to like use similes in different ways to flower things up so it sounds appealing to the air where this is like I let the beat be appealing and let my words just pierce through the beat and I think you did that very well I appreciate that um what do you look forward to hearing on the new album on um, what after this one after I yeah. my own bars um mm -hmm. just just more of you just more of you growing as a as an adult maybe um future relationships friendships um a future partner of like songs like just just genuine songs about you and just what where you're coming at a year or two from now of, of how you're growing and how you're prospering I appreciate that. If you haven't seen the G.I. Jane video, I think everyone should go and watch out. Um, I look forward to having one of my new upcoming videos, Brenton. So. Oh, when I, I remember when I played the therapist and you threw a pillow at me. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. So definitely, I got to get you out for a video. And I just appreciate you as well. And I pray that everything is well with your family and that you're staying safe through this pandemic. And I can't Oh, of course. You. I just appreciate you taking the time to, like, express... Um, this project and what i love about the project is although i i wish you have plenty of songs i wish they were a little longer because i know we've come from that school of like three three verses but that's not really the way to go no more so like <laughs> it worked out though it's a great it's the beats are great to work out to and just like hearing what you have to say is like it's, it's very storytelling it's very prolific i think i think people get a lot a lot from this and i i I don't know how possible that would be, but I would love to hear you on a project of like soul samples, if possible. Because I, I feel you. like I you have such an old school flow, like old school, like of knowing the world. And like, if you could have that updated for like 2021, I think that'd be super, super amazing. Like, a, like almost like a fabulous soul tape, but like a Chrissy Cubana version. I appreciate that. I'm going to take that into consideration. Thank you so much for that idea. No, I you're just you're just so talented. I just hope you know more people get the chance to like really listen to you, what you have to say, and and that you you cut through the way you're supposed to because you're super talented. I just think it's just about getting more eyeballs and and people listening to you. Do you plan on having any merch available so like people can support in other ways eventually, or is it strictly just the platforms of like Spotify and iTunes right now? No, so I'm definitely going to get some merch available. I'm in the process of doing that right now. So there'll be a lot for the new album. Um, I write my own bars. I plan on having tons of merch for that. And then just overall merch for um, Chrissy Kumana. So it won't be specific to the album, but, you know, just in general. Well, so even I back to your old album, right? It's like you can you can start doing merch for all of them eventually. Exactly. So, so um, as I make these, um, set up these videos and stuff like that, I'll have merch available um, for myself as well as people. And then I'll have that all in my social medias and promoting that so that people can um, partake in, in purchase some merch so i appreciate that too um yeah, what is new with you what do you have going on any new books uh yeah i just released um my latest crime series malcolm evers i released the first four books um about two weeks ago nice. so whenever this comes out um that'd be going full swing right now i'm trying to learn the art of marketing books so like i kind of been like diving into that and although i'll be writing behind the scenes that's like kind of what i'll be focusing all the next year on is like 
right now I'm in the testing phases of trying to figure out how I'm going to get the most hits and people seeing it. So that's kind of what I've been going through. So like, what are you, how are you trying to market the music these days? Like, I'm sure it's so hard and different than like what you probably thought it would be back like 10 years ago or like even five. So of course, social media plays a really big part and just tapping in with, you know, friends and people who support my music and try to make sure that everyone is sharing and reposting and commenting. That plays like the biggest role in all of it. And I've been doing a lot of research as far as uh, getting my whatever songs on playlists and different things like that right and youtube and being able to uh pay for the promotion to be as high um in uh um in the searches exactly so that uh, is a big thing um it's a lot of research because you can pay for certain things and it doesn't go the way i need it to go so it's just about really having the right information for what i'm paying for and um Word of mouth, and you know, I've been thinking about like going really old school with it, and like kind of like getting it on like USBs and like passing it out to people, like play this in your car or you know things like that. Or they have like the cards with the barcodes on it that like you know you hand them out and you can scan it on your phone, and you people could like upload your entire album right there. So um, there's a lot of different things in the world. But right now, is really just words of um, word of mouth and people passing along the information. I, I have an album out and just networking. I'm planning on doing a lot of podcasts, a lot of radio stations. I want to start performing, so that's something I'm really going to look into now as well. I think the great thing is too is like you you're so good at making songs. It's not going to matter whenever whenever they catch on. They're going to have a lot of work to get to, which is which is a beautiful thing. That's kind of what I was doing with my books it's like setting up the structure of having a lot of projects out so if you like one or two books you'll try to give a chance to the other 15 other stories that I have out right and exactly. the same for you I think is what you're doing with your music so I think it's, it's all about just also just keep when you when you're inspired to create you create it and when you figure out the marketing part it's all going to play it's it's all going to work out and I, I really believe that you have it in you for it to all work out for sure i really appreciate you i really really appreciate you thank you so much for believing in me always it really means no, a great course. Good. of course that's what that's what family family's for man i love you like a sister and i just i just appreciate you and all the things you you helped me with in my life so i love you always bro thank you so much for everything of course well, with that said, this has been Americana Quill, Writer to Writer, Episode 3 of Season 2. Thank you again, Chrissy Cubana. You can find all of her work, especially her latest projects. I write my own bars on Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal. Take care, guys. Appreciate you.